0: Welcome to the Good Anime Palette podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I am joined today, as always, by Will. Will, how are you doing? Woo!
1: Man? We're doing another recording! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, we are doing another recording. Um, pr- the listeners will probably get this not in our weekly, like, bi-weekly, two-week schedule, right? This is sort of a in-between, isn't it?
1: This is something we're going to be doing completely different from our regular syndication. We're not going to be trying to roll these out as often. Um, but we're going to try and keep these just as special, uh, maybe a little more fun.
0: Yeah, so um, we have numbered this uh, not as episode one, but as After Dark episode one. So what does that mean? Um, I'll let you guys know. So when we do a numbered episode, it would have the usual uh, segments that we mentioned of, you know, what we've been watching or reading, with news, if there is any, and then sort of go into a main discussion topic. But I think Will and I, through our discussions since our Discord days, we have sort of, you know, talked about stuff that either we feel like cannot fit into a regular numbered episode, or, for example, we want to talk spoilers about a particular series, but we also don't want to burden the listener with having to, you know, timestamp and try to figure out, oh, I can't listen to this episode or not because I don't want to be spoiled. So therefore, we decided to have certain off-topics, you know... Free-flow format, right? Freestyle, if you will. This is just something that's a little bit
1: more sort of fun, in the sense that like we don't want to be trying to fit in so much into the regular episodes that you know, we end up talking for like two, three, maybe four hours. Rather than that, we just wanted to break things down, be a little more concise with the regular
0: episodes, and then the After Dark ones, the B-sides. The B-sides. Yeah, I think the B-sides is a good one, yeah. So yeah. that's what the After Dark episodes are, and this is our first one. Yeah, so what are we going to be talking about today? What, what What's going to be stimulating the,
1: the, the listeners? Oh, you're prompting me. I like that. I mean, that. this I like is the that. first
0: one, right? We got to go right. you know, hard and heavy. So we have to go a little bit of a backstory, which is when we set said episode zero, one of our objectives was to have sort of getting the listeners to know who we are as a person and uh, our tastes in anime. And we have been talking about trying to make that a bit more distinct, a bit more, like, clear for everyone. So then we decided that one of these After Dark episodes, which now is episode one, would be our top ten animes to recommend to people. So now, how,
1: how is this different from, for example, like, our own top ten personal? Like, like for example, what's your top ten? What's my top ten?
0: How is this different from, you know, what we're going to be talking about now? Yeah, so... um The reason why this is top 10 animes to recommend and not our personal top 10, even though I would say or I would wager, and we'll get into that, that both of our top 10 lists have many of our own personal top 10. But we feel like not only to give you a better idea of who we are, but if you were to check out some of the stuff that we recommend, certain things have have to be accessible, whether it's, it's through streaming platforms or Blu-ray discs, or though I think for me personally, almost, in fact, everything is available through streaming platforms. And, um, I mean, there's some stuff that we wa- I watched back in the day that I put in high regards, and but then they're, I double-checked on Amazon and stuff, and they're out on, P- on DVD, and then that's it because it got discontinued. And getting a hold of it is like, what? 400 300 us dollars yeah some of the series we've watched that we really love like we watched when we
1: were growing up right There are some series that maybe we watched you know when i was like nine maybe when you were watching back uh you know when you were still in high school a lot of shows back then didn't
0: get picked up by these streaming services and therefore like you said you have to buy box sets right so that's why our list is top 10 animes to recommend now I need to tell the listeners, Will, the conditions to our list. But in addition to this, we have kind of a small bet going. But first, let me get into the conditions of our list. So first of all, these are top 10 anime series. So no movies uh, of any sort. Uh, The second thing is that it should be easily accessible. So whether it's through streaming platforms is priority, one. Mm -hmm. But then if there is sort of Blu-ray or DVD... If, if we really, there is no other way, or we really think that people should check out, we will then put that on the list. So that would, that's, that's fine. Ideally, whole series. But you can also say specific seasons are highlights, if you will. Uh, so, you know, if a certain series has like six seasons, it's really hard to say, oh no, season three is pinnacle, but you obviously need to watch season one and two. So it's just easier to say, just check out the whole series and see what's up. And we might even get into uh, what what seasons of those are our highlights. Uh, It needs to be completed. So no half a season, no currently airing. The list is uh, listed as a 10-3-1, which uh, is listed as our top 10, three honorable mentions, and one wild card or maybe category. And other than our number one spot, And uh, the three categories I just told you, everything is not ranked. So 2 to 10, the three honorable mentions are not ranked, and the one maybe obviously is not ranked because it's by itself. Finally, um, all the anime series that we're talking about will use English titles. So some may have Japanese titles if there's English titles not available, so we'll use that Japanese titles only then. So yeah. And then the wager is basically Will and I have not been showing each other our lists. I have no idea what's on yours, but I can kind of guess some of them, which is why we have this bet going on. Yeah, same same here. I think I know what's on your list. So then we wrote down what each other's lists might be the or might look anime like. series. Yeah. yeah, and we have it sealed, kind of, I don't know, well, I have no idea, but we've put them to the side. We're going to run through the
1: episodes first. We're going to be talking. We're to through the episodes first. So we're going to be talking about the the shows. We'll get a little bit of an explanation as to why we picked them. Maybe have a little bit of break in the in between because it's going to be. We want to try and keep this as condensed as possible, but because we're talking about fourteen series each, it may take a little. I don't bit know. Of time. There might be overlap. Maybe some overlap. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try and find a way to make sure that if something does come up sooner, that whoever has as a higher ranked or as a later show, they get more of the floor to okay. really flesh it out.
0: All right okay yeah so um will what how do you want to do this in terms of uh, obviously we'll we'll do the top 10 uh, last in terms of the honorable mentions first but do you want to do the maybe yeah let's do our wild card um, yeah okay so
1: why don't do you want to start do you want me to start i'm fine yeah, yeah let,
0: let, let let's see
1: what you got for me man right so the wild card the maybe selection i have And it's a tricky one because I really like the show, but I picked it as a maybe simply because of the access you have to the show. Okay. Now, you can still stream it, uh, but it's only at the moment, I believe, streamed on Funimation, which means that for listeners here in Hong Kong, you'd have to use a VPN uh, or some other way to be able to access Funimation. There's no coverage here in Hong Kong. But, you know, for all you US listeners or any countries that have coverage, it's fine. Um, It's directed by one of my favorite directors, Mm -hmm. Masaki Yuasa. Okay. It's called Ping Pong, the animation. Okay, yeah. So I I wish I could put it higher, but because of the fact that it is a little hard to find it on these streaming platforms, we're talking the Crunchyroll, we're talking Netflix. Netflix is a, a one I use quite a lot. Uh, it's only because I felt the subs are a little bit better on that than Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ping Pong is a, a great show. I'm not sure if you actually have it um, on your list. You can you can be quiet if you don't want
0: to. Uh, no, no. I, I mean I mean um, our predictions are locked in, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's sealed. So we can talk openly about these things. Uh, ping Pong is not on my any of my 14. Right. So, Ping but is Pong it, By the way, yeah. I did give it a, a 10 out of 10 because I do think it is an exceptional anime. Yeah. So, Ping Pong is
1: just literally a show about ping pong, but it follows specifically the journey of a ping pong player where, you know, through not just his own ability, but his own character, he finds ways to sort of traverse, you know, different sort of character dynamics, being able to sort of understand his place, not just within the world of ping pong, but the world around him himself. You know, it's it's a a lot of character development, a lot of interaction, a lot of story building. Uh, Um, It also is a a movie. Yeah. So there is a movie that was a a live action, um, came out, I think, before the anime itself. And then afterwards, now we have, uh, you know, this anime, which is done by Tatsunoko Productions, not major, uh, in terms of a studio name, but definitely something that's, you know, if you wanted to talk about the anime itself, I think they did a really good job. The the artwork is a little bit obscure in terms of how you would compare it to, I guess, the more traditional, the more mainstream series we see. Um, but nonetheless, I think that, as a whole, the composition is great. The only reason why I have
0: it as a maybe is just for listeners here, it's a little bit difficult to access. Right. But about the anime itself, um, I watched the live-action one that I think came out in oh, – I don't remember when. It was like when I was a teenager. It was a decent uh, live-action movie, but there, I would say that uh, the – what would you say? The aesthetics of the anime is done in a very interesting way that is very unconventional, would you say? Yeah, so if you want
1: something that's a, just a little bit, Would you say it's arthouse? Would you say it's... Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's, for sure. It's definitely a little bit more kind of like Sundancey y feel. Um, but in, in terms of like the storytelling, the character developments, uh, if you appreciate the art, uh, I'd say it's a bonus point. Overall, it's, it's a good package. It's just if you... And are, it's complete. If you're in the US, then you'd be able to watch it no problem. Um, but if you're out here in Hong Kong or anywhere that doesn't have access to Funimation... It can be tricky, um, so we do suggest that you know VPNs are quite useful in this sense. They're not expensive, uh, they're one hundred percent legal, and it allows for you to be able to freely you know access shows that normally you wouldn't be able to see because of region locking.
0: Right. All right. So that's your uh, that's your pick, huh? Mm-hmm. What's your one for your right. your wild card? Your maybe? so my wild card is called Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. Mmm. Okay. So the reason why this anime is my wild card uh, is because of the subject matter at hand. So a little bit of background information. This is a two-season um, anime in 2016 and 2017 of 13 episodes for the first and then 12 for the second. The series is complete, so there's no ongoing thing. It's adapted from a manga of the same name, and uh, it's about Rakugo. So Rakugo, if I can go briefly into it, is about... Is a form of uh, theater where it's storytelling. It's literally about a guy or a woman who sits down in front of their audience uh, and just tells stories using their voice and different pitches, different tones to denote different characters. And uh, this anime is about that. And I feel like this anime is extremely good it's it goes back to the principle of that thing that we talked about before of can be about anything the anime can be about anything and still be equally compelling and you would think that just having a somewhat static person telling stories in front of a metaf- like a fake audience because it's anime form would be boring but it's not there is so much theme and backstory love tragedy friendship prejudice And this whole theme of dichotomy of old versus new um, and old dying art, you know, like modern versus classic. So I just feel like that that is it's just an exceptional anime and it's available on Crunchyroll. Very nice. So, a little more
1: accessible. Uh, You can still access Crunchyroll here, though the catalog is a little bit more limited than the US. But the fact you can access it is already a a big step compared to not being able to access Funimation in general. Mm -hmm. So, those are our wild cards. Now, moving on to something that's, you know, this was a a bit hard for me too, because as much as, you know, we have 10 shows we want to highly recommend, there's still more outside the top 10 that we just could not find ways to squeeze in. So, we got to do honorable mentions. Yes. Right. So, I'll list one, you list one, and then yeah, sure, we'll go sure. through the other ones. So, the, one of the honorable mentions I have on here is called Steinskates. Yeah? Steinskates is, it, it, for me, it's actually a top five personal anime series for me. Now, I didn't play the visual novel. Um, nor did, I don't know if there's a light novel version of it either. But I do know that uh, this is done um, by excuse me, by White Fox Studio. And the first season has 24 episodes. I should say the only season, really, because the second season is technically called Gate Zero, uh, but it is a continuation of the original series. So, it's about a mad scientist who somehow manages to discover time travel. Now, of course, you know the whole butterfly effect thing, right? Like, if, mm-hmm. if a butterfly flaps its wings when, somewhere, it causes a, a, a snowstorm a, a somewhere else, yeah, right? Yeah. So, It's kind of that story um, in which, you know, when you time travel and one or two things changes, it affects the future or like, you know, when you get back to the present, certain things have changed. So that classic sci-fi theme. And it's done really, really well. I think that animation wise, uh, it's quite standard. I wouldn't say Mm -hmm. it's any more, you know, aesthetically pleasing than any other show. It's more the story and the delivery. Um, It it just, it, it hits hard for me. It's a very like close and personal story to me. Uh, it's very highly ranked uh, on the internet as well. The only issue which I have with the show, which is why it didn't make the top 10 recommended for me, is that it does take a while to get into the show. Mm. This happened to me as well. I had to probably watch the first seven or eight episodes before things started really ramping up. So it goes from zero to 100, right around that mark. But before then, it's it's a lot of sort of building the world, developing characters, showing how everyone is placed within
0: this this whole environment, and then once it's all in place, it just hits you like a train. So it goes against the typical principle of the 3 episode rule in anime, right? Like mm-hmm. where you watch 3 episodes to get a good idea of the season or the series. Yeah.
1: And there was just something about the show that like I knew it was quite quite tough to watch the first couple episodes but i just i just kept going so i just kept going and in the end i it I felt so rewarding to finish it so the show itself is it's similar in terms of not being able to you know get access in hong kong but quite easy in the u.s it's actually uh streaming on both hulu as well as funimation so u.s listeners not hard to get get on it um but do bear in mind that the entry point is a little bit tough because of the fact that the first couple episodes are a little bit a little bit dry but it gets... It, trust me, it gets good. I should probably get in on this, huh? Yeah, you absolutely... Have. I've been telling you for a whole two <laughs> years you should be watching this show.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll get around to it because I love sci-fi. I love time travel. There's so many things to like about this anime that I know that I would like, but I haven't pulled the trigger on well, it. Well,
1: you know there's a show that right now I'm recommending you to watch. So why don't you throw one at me? What, what's on your honorable mention? What
0: didn't make your top 10? So, there, this anime is a 2009 anime, 12 episodes. It's called Astra Lost in Space, and uh, you've watched this, well, haven't you? I I didn't watch Astra Lost in Space.
1: I watched Kanatano Astra.
0: Oh, damn! Yeah, so you're doing yeah, yeah. you're dropping that on me, flexing the linguistics on you, buddy. Damn it! Yeah,
1: but no, this is also a really good show too, and it's quite accessible as well.
0: Yeah, it, it is on. Um, you watched it on Netflix, didn't I you? I absolutely did. Yes, and I, it's also available on Funimation. So this 2009 anime, which is very recent, it is. I would describe it as a space action mystery and it's essentially a in, set in the future where galactic travel is possible and a bunch of high school students go on a trip just like how you know coming of age summer camp outward bound kind of situation and then something bad happens and just want to
1: make one errata it came out in 2019 not two thousand nine. Oh wow, my yes. bad. So ten much years, more, much ten, more recent than that. And so.
0: I, and and I did say ten years. Uh, I did say like it was recent, and then say two thousand and nine. <laughs> Sorry. Yes,
1: yes, yes. We it, it's hey hey man, we're getting old. What what is time anyway? Really, right? Dude,
0: what is math? Yeah, math. It's we, not, we know good math. We know we know good math, and that was no, bad math. So no. this is uh action mystery because. Essentially, one of the people on the trip has to kill or is planning to murder everyone else. Are you saying this is like that one
1: game, that really big phenomenon called Among Us? what it's like that right there's like a whole crew and there's one imposter in the crew and they have to figure
0: out who's who and everyone has a task they need to do but while you're doing the task someone's faking their task and it just so happens that all these people have different occupations
1: yeah don't play among us just watch kind astra because it's basically among us in it's space very very good um yeah so as you said right Funimation, netflix netflix you can watch a lot of shows you'll find a lot of the shows i have on my list i think similar to yours as yes well will be on netflix now moving on to the next one for me this one was also a very tough one because this one is also a very 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 good anime it's just it's a little bit hard to access um it's called vinland saga yeah and villain saga is this came out recently? I'd say in the last year. Or it came out in 2019. Uh, so it's done by Studio Wits. Wait, so not 2009? No, no. Okay, no, no. okay. It's much more recent than right. that. Uh, so 24 episodes. It's a very good. Like I mean, you know two 12 episode curves but it runs straight from episode one through to 24. So it's based in like it's sort of fictional Nordic setting Mm -hmm. uh, following a main character called Torfin. Uh, So he essentially grows up from being a young whippersnapper not really like knowing where his place in the world is and not understanding you know that's the whole sort of being at war is with uh, with other nations other warring nations is going to be a really major impact on his life so as he traverses throughout the tough terrain of the nordic lands it's just it's just harsh cold winters everyone's out to kill him because his father was a reputable warlord he starts growing himself and he becomes a killing machine he just ends up being able to not only take out Bandits take out armies. He is able to fight off a whole nation. But, of course, it's not like, oh, he's going to be super OP. There's no sort of, like, mythical or mystical powers. It's literally just him pushing his own human body to the extreme. And it's it's amazing. I mean, I already said it's done by wit. So the animation is gorgeous. It's brutal. It's it's gory with a purpose. It's not kind of just, you know, like, splatterhouse fun.
0: It, it's It's just... It's another show that I've been telling you to watch, Jason. Yeah, uh, with this and Steinsgate. Like the whole the whole planet, yeah, is like why Jason. Everybody why? is
1: on this show. Now, again, it doesn't make the top ten because it's only streamed on Amazon Prime. Mm. And that one's a hard one. Yeah. Yeah, it's not hard to get Amazon Prime. I just don't know anybody within our group that watches anything on Amazon Prime. Okay, maybe someone's been watching The Boys.
0: Right? I, actually, um, I just use my my sister's account.
1: No, oh, hey, there you go. Right? This is that how I use my sister's Disney Plus account? So. Yeah, so hey, hey. Hey, thanks, sis. Yeah, thanks. All right. So, those are two out of three of my Arnold mentions. I'm not sure if I've got any surprises yet, but uh, I'm, I'm keen to hear what your next Arnold mention is.
0: So, speaking of the whole world liking a certain uh, anime or manga, this anime is made in 2017. It's called Land of the Lustrious. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, we've talked about the show a couple we've times. Uh, and the ma- it's based on a manga of the same name, and the manga is ongoing, although it's currently on hiatus. I love the manga. Easy ten out of ten. Um, and it's kind of hard to describe what's it about, but essentially, Land of the Lustrious is about a bunch of characters who are also gems, but personified. But the way that it works, it. Okay. One of the main characters is called Phosphophyllite, which is a gem that is actually very brittle compared to, let's say, Diamond or, I don't know, Morganite. So, therefore, she is by far the weakest when it comes to fighting. And the reason why they have to fight is because there are these lunar, I guess, beings that try to attack them and take them away. And all these gems who are, have personalities and have and like their brittleness and how gems work actually factors into their personality and life, they are all guided by a, a person called a monk called Sensei. And it's just about their lives and the changes that Phosphophyllite kind of goes through throughout like her growing up, which spans hundreds and thousands of years.
1: One thing that's interesting about this show, unlike I I I'm figuring that this compared to all your other shows is unique in the sense that it's the only show that
0: is fully rendered in three D. So yes, that is one of the reasons why I fully wholeheartedly recommend this series, because this show is completely in three D, as Will said, but it's really good. Like super good. Like it's done by uh Studio Orange, who did Beastars, which at least the aesthetics is also completely in 3D from what I can remember. And I haven't seen it, but everyone else says it's it's the bomb. It's awesome. So the 3D is amazing. The camera angles take advantage of the 3D-ness. And it just looks very fluid. It just looks... It's a rock-solid anime. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a rock-solid anime, man. So why doesn't it make your top 10 then? Well, why didn't it make my top 10? Because... Uh, I feel like it's kind of a hard subject matter. It's just really not, couldn't fit into my top 10. Similarly with Rakugo, I just feel like I will wholeheartedly recommend, just couldn't fit it in, the top 10. So it's a little more brittle than the other series. And speaking of Amazon Prime, it is on Amazon Prime and High Dive in the US. Right, okay. So again, Hong Kong listeners, you can find ways to work
1: around it. Use a VPN. (laughs) Now, on to the last honorable mention. I think mm-hmm. this one might be a bit interesting for you because you know I've never stopped talking about this series. Oh, In fact, oh really? I always talk about this series because I think everybody should get on it. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, for similar reasons to Steinsgate, it also doesn't make my top 10 list of today. Okay. It's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Whoa.
0: I forgot about that. Right. I forgot about that anime. I. I didn't write that down it oh. is oh oh
1: ooh, already already tripping up jason I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, am i psyching you out
0: you're psyching me out hard
1: <laughs> well to be fair any other day you ask me what a top 10 series or even just something that i'm watching right now and i wholeheartedly recommend it has to be jojo now, JoJo is a, a long-spanning manga do I, series. Do I have to
0: exit the room because you're going to go on and on about JoJo?
1: I'll be done in like uh, three, four minutes. Okay, yeah, sure. Right. There's, there's a reason why it's not in my top ten of today, but in my personal top three, for sure. Mm. So, the reason why this doesn't make the list is because... Uh, It's a very long-spanning series. There's different parts to it. I think at the moment, if we're talking about the manga alone, there's eight parts, three of which are now written in official uh, translated English. And the anime itself, it's gotten up to the first five parts. So when it comes to watching the show it's it's just it's it's fantastic it's got good storytelling good action it's done by david productions which as you may have heard from the first episode we did i really really rate but mostly because of the fact that they put together one of the greatest shows for me right so there's five parts that have come out um in an anime series format so there's part one which is phantom blood battle tendency Stardust, Cru- uh, Stardust Crusaders, Diamond is Unbreakable, and Golden Wind. Now, if you were to sort of try and figure out what the hell they all mean, they don't mean anything. Yeah, what do they mean? That's well- the thing. So, the manga writer, Hiro- Hirohiko Araki, is a fucking genius. He knows how to be able to use cultural, like, like pop references, he knows how to use different sort of like band names, uh, fashion brands, and Mix it in with uh, like ancient Egyptian mythology. Mix it in with some Italian culture. Throw in some Japanese flair into it. And this is what you get with Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Literally, it's about the titular character, a Jojo. And he goes on crazy escapades where he has to fight different enemies because there is a long-standing enemy that's out to kill him and eliminates his family's bloodline. It's a fantastic series. However, much like the issue I have with Steins;Gate in recommending it to people it's also a very tough entry point and I think you can attest to that, to that as, as well Jason because the first part Phantom Blood is one of the hardest series to actually watch so I watched I mean, how how long is the first season? Do you remember? So it's the, the way they did it was they bunched in both parts one and two together in one season. I think if we're just talking about Phantom Blood alone, I think it's about nine,
0: nine episodes. Oh, so I watched half of it.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people actually cut out by like the fifth or the sixth episode. So you're I, not I, that I, far I, off from it. I,
0: I couldn't. I couldn't.
1: It's it was a tough watch. I I admittedly I had to drop it the first time, but the afterwards I was like. People just won't shut the fuck up about JoJo. What What's up with this? I have to watch this and figure out what's going on. And I'm so glad that I pulled the trigger because afterwards it got so goddamn good. I'm all the way up to Golden Wind. I'm waiting for all the other manga to get translated to English. And I'm also waiting for April when Iraqi is going to be doing an announcement for JoJo. Now, whether that means it's going to be a new anime season, whether he's going to be announcing he's finishing his current uh, running manga series, which is part eight. Who knows?
0: I think I texted you that news. Yep, and it was it was so good. So, was so happy to see that. So with the memes that JoJo has encapsulated the world, that's captivated kind of, yeah. the world. That's how I heard about JoJo. And mm-hmm. there's always these things, these images, these gifs. It's just like. Oh, it's
1: me, yeah. Oh, you're approaching me. That's the doing of an enemy stand, that kind of thing. You've, yeah. you've seen all the memes, you've seen all the videos, and rightly so. It is, it's a massive, massive series for a lot of people who are into anime. But it's just you do have to get through that tough entry point. Now, the other thing that is a little bit annoying about watching JoJo is there different seasons go on and offline of different platforms randomly. So you know how they mentioned in the last episode that they only had parts three and four on Netflix because they dropped parts one and two? Well, guess what? What? They flipped it. So now the worst parts, which are part one and two, are on Netflix, and part three and four are not on Netflix. This is a Hong Kong Netflix. You can try and see on the US Netflix if it's on there. I think it may be. Uh, but it's also airing on... Uh, not airing. It's streaming on Crunchyroll and Hulu. So there are ways to watch it. It's just you do have to get past that first part, and once you do, it is glorious. All right. All right. Now, on to the final honorable
0: mention yes. from Jason. So what's, what's the last... Of your three. Speaking of inaccessible, this one is fully accessible on Netflix. It is Violet Evergarden. Oh,
1: that's a good show. So,
0: Violet Evergarden. I'm so surprised <laughs> as if it was not in your top ten. It is surprising, isn't it? So, it must what, be a little heartbreaking for you not to put it in your top ten, though. Ah, oh, it's just so heartbreaking. So, what is Violet Evergarden about? So, it is a light novel series. I would say episodic slice of life drama kind of thing. It's made in 2018. It has one season of 13 episodes. And I think it has one OVA and a movie that is currently airing all over the world. Which I want to see really badly. I think, yeah. Fucking COVID. God damn it, COVID. So it's made by Studio Kyoto Animation, also known as KyoAni. Uh, And when you hear the word KyoAni, there's only one thing that comes to mind in my mind first off. It is called the word is called gorgeous. I was going to say Kyoto, but okay. Oh, oh <laughs> wow! Is that what Kyoto animation is about? That's you—you uh, you didn't think Kyoto meant the, the Kyoto, the, the location? No, no. Who would have thought? Anyways, Violet Evergarden is about a woman who comes back from the war, and kind of is needs to find her purpose, and through her superiors' connections with a friend. She ends up joining a postal service, essentially going around the the country, which now that the war has ended, so peace has been restored, to go write letters for these people. And they call them uh, memory dolls, which essentially is just a glorified term for um, I know how to type. So I will type a letter for you and send it for you. So why do I like it? What is there not to like? It's like you got mail, but in in anime form and in there is there's just so many different episodic natures i don't even want to talk about episode 10 because i i know you're thinking about it well violet also kicks ass as well oh right? my god like just she, she can handle her own she can take down armies on her own and she does in the anime as she well. she didn't
1: get those metal arms for no reason you know
0: so that's the other thing about metal arms i work my degree was in prosthetics so every time i see anything prosthetic related i always like go like nice
1: is is it anatomically correct as well? The way that the, the chainmail is done, how her arms are supposed to work, or, or is it just? It's idiot? so mechanically
0: it, intricate. It's like not. It's impossible. But
1: it's but it's all
0: glued together
1: by anime fiction, anime science, right? Anime science is real. Will right? That's
0: true. I mean, I talked about Steinscape before. It's got to be real. So the, there's just so many touching stories, impactful stories up in Violet Evergarden. The the most famous of which is episode ten. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not often that I find a series that brings me on the verge of tears. Oh, I, I, I it, it not verge for me. I was like bawling, bawling, right? It, it's it's a really touching and beautiful story, and it's not you're crying because of sadness. It's
0: because of the fact that it's a very well put together and gorgeous story. It it, it makes me appreciate, and it, the anime makes me appreciate the people around me. It makes me appreciate just life. And how, like, physical media is sort of not there anymore, but when it was, it has this sort of intangible thing that is very important.
1: And I think, you know, not just because of the fact that it derived from a light novel, but also just the fact that in general, the storytelling is fantastic. It's very, Perfect. very good. Really I would good. say, like, you know, the, the the honorable mentions we had, all of, you know, most, if not all of them, would have been in our own po- personal top 10. Oh, yeah. So this is actually really hard. So I'm yes. actually kind of interested to see what we're going to be talking about in the next portion here. Where right. Now we've talked about our maybes, our wildcards. We've talked about our honorable mentions. This is the part where it gets real.
0: Oh, shit just got real. These
1: are the top 10 shows that we, both me and Jason, recommended you watch. We'll, we'll start off with the top 10 through to six. Yep. Because you know we don't want to hit you with too much of an info dump. We want you to be able to take in the information, process it, check them out You know, during one of the breaks we might have later on. And uh, yeah, so let's get started with this one then. All right. Uh, the first show, I know you definitely know. Yeah. Uh, this, this is a studio that I personally started liking recently. And it's also based off of a recommendation from yours truly, Jason. It's a property done by Studio Trigger. Oh, yeah. And the show is called Kill a Kill. Okay. This is a action-packed, fucking just exhilarating journey. So the show has about 24 episodes. There is an ending OVA. It's just kind of like a little wrap-up to, to finish up the series. It's a very, very... Very exciting show because the thing that you notice and I I, learned, I recently picked up with Studio Trigger Properties is that it's very, very fast paced, hard hitting. Every two, three minutes, there's something happening. There's like a new fight scene. There is a new battle sequence. There is a new transition from one area to another. It's like there's just so much different visual and audio stimuli that you never have a moment to sit down and take a break. You just have to go through the episode, unwind what you just witnessed and jump straight into the next episode and now the good thing about this is the fact that it is on netflix though you do need to use a vpn because last i checked it was only on the u.s version of netflix again get a vpn nord express whatever it's also airing no more streaming on crunchyroll and funimation so it is accessible now i haven't really talked much about the story Mm -hmm. i don't need to no, you don't need. It's to. just a fantastic series. It's bonkers. It, it, it follows a, a kick-ass woman who knows how to handle a sword and just destroys everything in front of her. And then she meets an adversary who is just as strong as her, and you know what that means. Twenty-four episodes. One in VA. One OVA of the. I personally think one of the greatest properties from uh, from CD Trigger.
0: Yeah, I would. I would say one of the greatest series in general. Yeah sure yeah. for sure yeah but not not my top 10 though well, it's, i mean I, I double put it in my top 10 so one of my top 10 though is an anime that we watched together will it is adapted from a actual novel not a light novel it is from the new world also known as shinsakai yori mm, this was a good one this is a very good one it's 25 episodes one season beginning middle end it's it's complete the whole shebang whole shebang 2012 to 2013 anime and speaking of women who kicks ass this stars a woman called saki and sort of her life growing up in this what what would you describe it trying not to fill out too much spoilers but it's like it's just like there's telekinetics there is a lot of it's a
1: like, it's a mixture of like historical fiction, supernatural elements, yeah, some some thriller, horror, maybe, maybe even some horror too, yeah. yeah. So it has everything that personally you and I both yeah. like. You know, we know we, we're big horror fans. Thrillers are always good to watch
0: just because mm-hmm. it keeps you on your toes. The music is fantastic. The imagery and eeriness is unparalleled. It is it's a bit of a slow burn to be honest, and we were kind of hesitant in the beginning. And then after, I think there was a turning point where we just couldn't stop watching. Episode four. <laughs> I yeah. I think it was episode four. I, you, you, I, you remember? I remember because it was a very good show. I, I And I agree with you
1: that we were kind of second guessing in the beginning. This like, this this looks this feels more like a solid eight rather than a nine. Or like, what, what,
0: why is the internet like buzzing about this show? I don't get it. And then we, we found out why. And then we found out why. And now we are joining the crowd and championing this series. Very, very good series. I, I personally
1: liked it. I liked it a lot. But where are you able to watch the show? So you can watch it on Crunchyroll. Uh-huh. there you go. So not hard to find this show either. On to the next one. Now, I, for all the... Everyone's listening to this. We don't have a video uh, element to this podcast. But when I started talking about Studio Trigger, you could just see the excitement coming in from Jason's face. And I think it's because he was thinking I was going to say... Something. 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 Now, the issue with that is because it's not done by Studio Trigger. Oh my god. But it's done by Gynex, the OG. Yes. Right? So yes. this is before Trigger became a thing. Mm-hmm. The show I'm about to talk about is Lagan.
0: Yeah. And I have I'm this, trying to contain my excitement.
1: I have this in my top ten.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in my top ten too. It is <sighs>
1: I already said everything I need to say about kill a kill. Gurren Lagan is everything that's kill a kill, but there's no bar. there's no limit to the insanity that you, you're witnessing.
0: You know the, you know the saying, right? Well, sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Well Gurren Lagan. Will punch you in the face for thinking so, and then grab you by the hand and take you to the heavens it's literally.
1: funny it's yeah you, you think that, like the highest you go is you know the heavens, you go to the space, and that's it. Well, what if I were to tell you that all you needed was a drill to bring you further and further and further you just keep drilling man so the interesting thing about the show is that you, when, when whenever you do like top ten lists for specific genres specific shows, if you look up top ten mecha series right? Gurren Lagann's on there, but it's almost like I don't consider it a mecha. not in the sense that like you consider it as like it's like a Gundam or like a Evangelion or like a is Macross a is Macross a, yeah so that's another one too yeah they do have mechas in the show but I'm not really focusing on the mechas. it's about the people man the people make the show it's 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 such a good story I think Kill la Kill I recommend it's a little lower because the storytelling wasn't as strong as the T.T.G.L. Well, I mean, the, the abbreviation T.T.G.L. Mm-hmm. What what it does do well, though, is that in both series, the action scenes are just batshit. So it's good. just crazy. So good. I just think that Gruenlaga just does a little bit better in the sense that when you see an action scene you just keep and i kept telling you as well as i was watching it too it's like
0: you were texting me like live play by play there's got
1: to be a limit to this right it's like just keep watching this shit goes to the moon they let you go to the moon (laughs) they they destroy everything it got it got to the point where they're no longer trying to try and go higher than the heavens they're trying to break through reality break through time like if if that doesn't make sense to you and you want to understand what the fuck i'm talking about go watch the show Right, Just like Kill a Kill, it's on Netflix, it's on Crunchyroll, it's on Funimation, 27 episodes all in all, and there are recut movies, I don't think you need to watch them, just no. watch the TV
0: series. I- I'll tell you what though, uh, listeners, if you watch Gurren Lagann, and you watch Kill a Kill, you let me know somehow, and I will watch Steins Gate and Jojo, hands down. That's how confident I am in how good these two anime series are. That's a pretty good bet. In terms of someone going on to, cause, because
1: I, I recommend these two. These two, like, I, I watched both these shows off of your recommendation. Yes. So I, I, I'd
0: say go and watch them. It's not a hard pull whatsoever. Just go ahead and do it. Yeah. So one of my top 10 picks is Barakamon. So Barakamon is a 2014 anime based on the manga of the same name. I think it's finished with 18 volumes, the manga is. It's a slice-of-life comedy. It's one season, 12 episodes, and it's about a guy who is a calligrapher. And he kind of did something uh, disrespectful to one of the elders. So, you know, in Japan, you know, you have to respect your elders. It's not, not saying that, actually, you should all respect your elders. But in Japan, it's it's you know it's very uh, important to respect your elders, and he did he punched a person yeah. basically.
1: Japan, as much like a lot of places in Asia, specifically, right? It's not just like a face, but also like an age based society, right? You really
0: do have to respect people based on your seniority. Mm-hmm. And like, after he punched this uh, this this uh, sensei, he got into a lot of trouble, and essentially he also was frustrated because the person who was criticizing him and got punched was saying that there's no inspiration, no life behind his calligraphy. And his father uh, banished him to an Island in the boondocks and brought is essentially about his life in the boondocks. And it's just really an inspirational tale of, you know, artist block, creative block, trying to find what, trying to find life in the things that you do for a living. And, it is. It stars again a little girl. It stars a little girl, and the little girl is so wholesome. And there's just the rest of the the village gang, and by gang I don't mean like an actual like ruffian gang, but just like a group of people. And it's just so upbeat. It's so it puts a smile on my face, and it's just good, fluffy, wholesome fun. Right. Where can the listeners catch uh, Brakemon?
1: Uh, Funimation. Right. Okay. Cool. Now the next one. This is another one that uh, your boy Jason put me on as well. Very easy. I, I sense a pattern here. Yeah, you you'll notice that. Well, I'd say this is probably where it ends in terms of the shows recommended by Jason. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything, dude. That this is three out of ten. thirty uh, percent of my list is based off your recommendation. I think there may be more, but this show is. If if I was to tell you that there is a show that gives you a similar kind of hype. To watching Attack on Titan and it's done quite quickly 12 episodes, a three-part movie. The movie itself is broken down into 20 minutes. It's also done by Wit Studio. It's fucking Cobinary and the Iron Fortress. Uh, yeah imagine instead of Titans and horses, you get zombies and fucking trains getting you from one place to another. Steampunk. It is steampunk Attack on Titan.
0: I mean, the parallels to Attack on Titan is a fact because it is made by Studio Wit. It stars, I think, a lot of the staff behind... uh, Even the music is done
1: by the same person as well, right? (sighs) The one thing... If if people have been watching AOT, they would know that there was a four year wait in between the first season and the second season, and wondering, well, what the hell's going on? This is what they were working on in between. Cabernet is a show that I don't. I think I'm, I don't need to explain any further. You gotta watch the show. It's basically Attack on Zombies.
0: Yeah, very accurate. Yeah, very brutal. Very. It's, it's just it's just
1: carnage. And the best thing is, it's only twelve episodes and a short movie. It sounds like, hey, well, I want more. It's like, no, 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 no. This is like high impact. You watch, it's literally like a can of Red Bull. You just drink it, high energy, and once you're done, you've enjoyed what you needed to watch. That's it.
0: And it's an anime original, I think.
1: It is an original by wit.
0: Yeah. So it's 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 not based on any property.
1: No, this is literally just something that they wanted to do. As a break from, imagine taking a break from aot to put together this
0: crazy steampunk zombie anime it's fantastic i think everyone was like criticizing them and then this came out and we were like it's got to be good right and guess what it was great
1: it's shit that like because they could to compare it to aot attack on titan it gets a lower ranking than it should but it is not not just as good it is on par in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. the storytelling is still better in AOT, but that's because it actually has a manga that's based, that's based off of. But as an anime original, Cabinary, go watch it on Crunchyroll. Go watch it on Netflix. Just just listen to me.
0: Okay. I I, I will listen
1: to you because I've watched it. I'm talking to the listeners. I like, know, Jason, you, it's okay. Hey, hey, take that shitty ingredient out of your face. <laughs> this is where it ends. Everything else is on my own volition.
0: Okay. All right. So speaking of hype, sports anime... Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> what do you feel about sports anime, Will? What, do, do you like sports?
1: I think we've talked in the first episode where as much as I like sports, I like anime. I don't really watch a lot of sports anime. The only one I ever watched when I was a kid was Show 21.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I
1: think I know which one you're <laughs> going to talk about because everybody won't shut the fuck up about this either. It's called Haikyuu.
0: Yeah. It's volleyball. There's four seasons. There's 85 episodes of four seasons. It is... The best quintessential sports anime in my mind of all time it it is so full of energy, so full of heart, it tackles so many issues and problems that a teenager would face. The soundtrack is godlike because do you remember uh, you say run? The very famous Uh, My Hero Academia. So it's made... It's That track, and along with My Hero Academia, is composed by Yuki Hayashi. And he also did the soundtrack for Haikyuu. So this guy, along with uh, Suwano, which is the Attack on Titan composer, is like... The two of them are like the Hans Zimmers of the Japanese anime soundtrack world, in my opinion. Uh, It's about volleyball. It's about camaraderie. It's about love, hate... Jealousy, skill, talent, all these things that you have seen in sports in real life and in live action has been distilled in anime form in all its glory. And that's Haikyuu. It's about a team of high school students who try to go to nationals. I
1: think it's also on on Netflix, right?
0: It is absolutely all on Netflix. Is the
1: latest season on Netflix? It is. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm still kind of iffy about sports anime in
0: general, but hey. If you want to watch some 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 volleyball, go ahead, oh, and the manga it's based on a manga has forty five volumes and it's finished. so if you want to consume it through the manga that I mean that you can do that too right now this is now
1: we're getting to the little more a little more crunchy shows we're getting closer and closer to the top seven. The next show I have to recommend is Psychopaths. yeah now there is a stipulation to it. And that I'm really recommending Psychopaths Season 1. The reason being, if you watch it in itself, it is a whole story. You, you do not need to watch any further. It is such a good show, right? It's set in a dystopian future, uh, it's cyberpunk as hell. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. based on a society where everybody has to abide by social norms, societal norms. And if for any reason you were to show any sort of inequalities in terms of how you interact with people, maybe you start being a little more violent or a little more delinquent, then th- your social ranking starts spiking. And then the characters, like the inspectors in the show, have specific guns that are used to subdue these uh, these these criminals. If it reaches a certain level, the gun turns to stun. If it goes even higher, the gun enters Shoot, kill mode. Shoots to kill. Yeah. Literally you just it, it's it's one it, of the most gory but also quite beautiful ways of helping <laughs> someone get blown you would up. Call it beautiful, yeah. It's sure. a great yeah, yeah. it is so beautiful. Dunbar Production IG, another good studio. Now what What's what's amazing about the show is not so much okay, cool, right? You have people who have to work on like society-based kind of you know environment. You have your own social scores. This sounds like any sort of dystopian future story, right? Well, what what happens if you have someone that breaks that system? Someone who is a social delinquent, but the the very system that you use to govern these people recognize them as innocent. Recognize does
0: not compute. It just yeah, it's like an error four oh four, right? And if you try to subdue and kill this person, you are a criminal. Exactly. So
1: it's it's it's, it's a lot of psycho- psychology. A lot of it, it's a psycho thriller. I mean, it's called psychopaths. So like <laughs> yeah, you you you, yeah. you want to watch something that just literally blows your mind? Watch it. Now there is a second season. There also are trilogy movies, and they also have done like a season three and blah blah blah. I don't care about those we might watch it we might but i mean i've watched both season one and two and the movie it's okay season one is all you really need to watch if you want more psychopaths go ahead and watch the other ones i believe that season one and two along with the movie the first movie they're on netflix they're on hulu they're on Funimation. i'm not quite sure where to find the movies but i haven't watched them any the the trilogy movies i haven't watched them yet so couldn't care less if
0: you want to go find them uh maybe we'll put some links in the description later all right speaking of a bloody good time (laughs) <laughs> my next my next uh top 10 pick is an anime that came out from 2006 to 2012. Okay, a 6-year run. Okay. But there's only 10 episodes. It is based on a manga that came out in 1997. I'm looking at will trying to think you might... There's there's different variations of this anime, but you might say that this is the ultimate one. It is Hellsing Ultimate. I'm actually really annoyed. Why, why is that, Will?
1: Because I was thinking of that show, but I didn't have it on your list.
0: Right. You know, I didn't also have JoJo uh, on my list either, and I think... One other one too. So we have not been on top form. In no, fact. we're not on top form. But this is a top list. This is a top list, and Helsing Ultimate is one of these top ten animes.
1: So before you go into it, there's not just Helsing Ultimate, but there's also the original Helsing series, which I think came yes. out in 2003.
0: Yes, I've seen that as well. So what 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 makes this one more ultimate? It's like a remake, but better. It's just I thought Helsing the original anime series was good. Helsing Ultimate is like, let me just beat the shit out of you and tell you I'm number one. Because Helsing Ultimate, you may think 10 episodes, what's the big deal? It's just so, it's just blood everywhere. They're all mini-movies, right? They're, They're
1: all like 45, 50 minutes yeah, long. Yeah,
0: they are definitely. So it stars what? It stars like basically a section of government, secret organization kind of, that deals in supernatural elements. And it stars Alucard, which is a vampire. I'll leave all you listeners to know what Alucard means. I'm sure all of you know. If not, spell it backwards. Um, And then it also stars a woman who was a policewoman and then got attacked. And long story short, became a vampire through Alucard. And it's sort of about her being thrust into this world of supernatural violence and gore. And it's just really good. And scary and horrific. And it's just, Alucard is just like, if I were to see him in person, I would run. Actually, I don't think I even could run. No. No. You, you're dead. You're dead. Piss my pants you, you dead. You wouldn't
1: even be able to see him. He would probably just kill you right off No, no no, no, no.
0: He would show up because he knows that just there's to nothing. Let you, just, yeah, just, just to see the fear in your there's eyes. There's nothing yeah. you can do. Yeah, no, really, watch the,
1: It's 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 all on Netflix as well. It's funny, both the original and the Ultimate series are both on Netflix. Wait, really? I thought it was only on Funimation and Hulu. I watched. Oh, oh, See, here's the thing. Ha huh, huh, huh. I have been watching Ultimate on Netflix. Oh wow. Hey, there you go. That's new. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it just shows, right? For me, I like using more Netflix. Jason's more crunchy Crunchyroll. That's just how and know, Netflix to and be Netflix, fair. Netflix too. But you only use Netflix to watch Violet Evergarden. Yes. Yeah. It's it's mainly Crunchyroll, to be honest. Yeah. So now this is the the final of the top 10 through 6. We're going to, we need to dedicate a little more time to the last five shows just because we feel very strongly about them. But to bring you the last stuff by top 10 through 6, this is also a show that's on Netflix. It's got two seasons right now. It's done by Larks Entertainment. Now, similarly, like Land of the Lustrous. It is rendered in 3D, though maybe not as gorgeous. It's not as acclaimed in terms of its 3D animation. But because of the fact that it hits right with me, it is not a sports anime, but a fighting anime.
0: Oh, no. It is
1: a mixed martial arts anime called Kengan Ashura.
0: I forgot about that. I I have
1: to give this a wholehearted recommendation because for me, like I, I'm not a mixed martial artist. I don't do any crazy combat sports. now. I used to do some white ties, some jujitsu, some, a little bit of um, Taekwondo when I was a kid, but I never like actually did any competitive combat, um, combat sports, but I do like watching it. I do watch some boxing. I do watch some MMA uh, UFC as well, uh, specifically for the MMA. So, when it came to watching the show, I was kind of skeptical. It's like most of the time when you watch a fighting show or like fighting sequences, you know, it's it's flashy. It's all like, you know, swords and gunslinging and it's all very fast and action-packed. But when you're watching MMA, it's not always like that, right? It's, it's more tactical. There's more sort of thought into your strategy and how you take down your opponent. So you're not always punching people. You're also using grapples. You're wrestling. You put people in headlocks and leglocks. So... What the show does is that it actually translates a lot of these mixed martial art techniques and animates them really, really well. So you get to see proper stances. You get to see them using the right leg holds. Right? You get to see them actually put people in proper chokeholds, not just putting it under the chin, but also know how to crank their necks. It, 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 there's a lot of intricacy that goes into the show. I cannot recommend end years or don't watch Baki. Fuck that shit. You can watch Megalobox or Hajime no Ippo. Hey, we
0: watch we watch Megalobox. That's also good, too.
1: That's also good, too. But if you were to ask me what my top tier, like my S tier fighting anime series is, it's gotta be King of Ashura. I have not
0: seen it, but I've had you gushing
1: nonstop about it. It is so fucking good. Two seasons... I think at the moment, they're in discussions for season three, but they're not in the close. I mean, COVID has stopped it pretty much in production, so we'll have to wait and see. But whatever it's
0: on right now on Netflix, go and watch it. So, in terms of fighting, this is probably have nothing to do with physical fighting, my next top ten. Or the final that we might be talking about. It is to do about magical fighting. And What happens when you mix a monster and a teenage Japanese girl in a love story? You get a 2017-2018 anime, 24 episodes, based on the manga of the same name called The Ancient Magus Bride. And what is that about? So it's about a monster. It's about Harry Potter, essentially. Just think of Harry Potter, but Harry Potter... Hardcore. You know, for a minute, I thought you were going to say Little Witch Academia. (laughs) I do like Little Witch Academia, but no. Sometimes, so I've watched and read the Harry Potter books and they always convey this sense of dread and this sense of violence that I feel like, at least in the movie form, cannot be fulfilled because due to, uh, you know, ratings or due to the fact that they want to cast a wider net with more audience. But Ancient Magus Bride holds no bars. It is magic but with consequences. It is magic with toll on people. And it's also primarily a love story between a monster who doesn't know human emotions or knows what love is and about a woman who has been abandoned and an orphaned all her life. And it's sort of their relationship together in this new found world of magic that the this monster is part of. And it is very touching. The violence is very brutal, blood everywhere, but also very sweet as well and wholesome.
1: Where can people watch this show?
0: Crunchyroll. Mm, a lot of Crunchyroll stuff. Really good on it. Oh, side note one thing also I want to mention is that this anime and manga distinguishes sorcerer and mages, which if you play D, you know that there's a difference okay because one has innate magical properties in the uh mages and one has to use magical items which are sorcerers and i like that that they go into that detail
1: yeah it sounds like they definitely put a lot of like thought into making that distinction because maybe not like the average watcher is gonna understand it or even nitpick at it but you know if you do care about that world you would appreciate the lengths that they go to to make sure that hey We've done our research. We've done our shit. We're making sure that what you're watching is as accurate to your knowledge of the world as
0: we can possibly make it. And uh, just one last thing, which is people always say that uh, heroes have plot armors. Mm -hmm. They take that shit off? Kinda. Okay.
1: Okay. So it's a little more enjoyable to watch when you know that the protagonist or, or a specific character is not always going to make it. Okay. Yep. Cool. So hopefully so far what you've listened to is, I mean, I'm hoping that some of these shows you haven't watched yet, we know that these are all done on you know, all on Netflix, on Funimation, on Crunchyroll. I know that there's lots of people who have already watched Haikyu, but it's, it's a good show. People really, really rate it. So if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and watch it. And report back to me and let me know how good it is. And so, rub it in his face. Yeah, I, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of other shows I want to watch anyway. So, go ahead. So, we're going to take a quick break because we're going to get into some real heavy shit after this. This is like the top five with the big reveal of what our own personal must-watch recommend would Yeah. be. So do a quick break and then we'll get back to you um, well go ahead and you know, finish off that raid on Genshin Impact maybe go and <laughs> watch a few different you new know, anime music videos you know you subscribe to uh, that VPN service using yeah, you, the coupon code whatever yeah you must have gotten it from like I don't know Lost Pause, Giga Weather's Basement Anime Man wow wow
0: wow, wow, wow hey, hey
1: yeah no, their coupon codes are expired don't worry about that <laughs> okay okay <laughs> we'll okay. get some new ones soon so uh, we'll catch you in a bit okay
0: see ya How are you doing well?
1: Uh, it's it's been a good episode so far. I think just talking about all the shows that we wanted to recommend, the list that we've been going through, it just reminds me that you know we've been watching some excellent shows, and the fact that all of it is accessible for people to watch online, like especially with the platforms that we listed,
0: it's it's incredible. I mean, we have a platform to tell the world what to watch, and also not just that. Streaming has come a long way. It's almost like we have a podcast where we talk about
1: anime that we want to recommend people, right? I have no idea what you're talking about, man. Yeah, what? we should totally do a podcast. Really? Yeah, I think it'd be cool, right? Yeah, we should <laughs> get on that. All right, enough of the bullshit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, So All right. we've gone over our honorable mentions and our maybes. We've talked about the 10 through 6 of our list. This is the crunch time now. We are going to be talking about... The top five with a de facto number one recommended sh- show or series. Yes. And um, no time now than to just go ahead and just list them out. Sure. So um, I guess I'll go first with my number five pick. Yeah. I think we'll switch up the order this time. So, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Senpai, go ahead and let me know. Uh, and then the listeners
0: as well. What do you have as number five? Um,. Will, confessing love is a very intimidating experience, would you say sometimes? Oh god, I think I know where you're going with this. Will? <laughs> do you know when people like like each other, you know, the pull back and forth will they won't they? Well, Kaguya Sama Love is war encapsulates that and elevates it to comedic and emotional heights. It's a 2018 anime, has also two seasons. I think the, the second season aired last year. 12-12, uh, so 24 episodes. It's based on a manga of the same name, which is still ongoing. And it is a romantic comedy with psychological elements, I think?
1: <laughs> it, it, it sounds fantastic so far. I just wonder why I
0: haven't started watching it yet. So, it's basically about a student council uh, in high school. And it's about the president and the vice president. And it's basically just them actually having feelings for one another. But because of their ego or, you know, mind games, they do not want to be the one who confesses to one another. So then they try to put them, each other in awkward situations to get them, the other, the other party to confess to them. And then it, it just goes through the whole will they, won't they? But then you think that that's a really bad trope, but they actually make it very funny they also go into other of the council members and new characters show up. And it's also very heartfelt and wholesome. It's just good. It's super good. Sounds like a fun time. Okay. It's great fun time. You can get it on Crunchyroll, Funimation, Hulu, pretty much anything at this point. Yeah, it's just, just not Netflix, right? Just not Netflix. It's okay.
1: I mean, again, we have a plethora of, of platforms you can choose from to watch your shows. Again, you don't have to subscribe to those if you don't want to just only have it for that one show. But... In some cases, you probably should, just like how I'm going to start recommending some people get on Netflix and watch this next show. Yeah. Now I've mentioned a show earlier in the podcast, uh, "Ping Pong," the animation, which was directed by one of my favorite directors, Masaki Yuasa. His work is just brilliant, just beautiful. And the studio that he recently left behind, that he actually founded himself, Science Saru, is behind what I would think is one of the most Beautiful, dark, gory shows that you can find on the internet. It's Devilman Crybaby, and this is—I I, can't—I can't stop talking about how brilliant of a mind Masaki Yuasa is. Now, remember when I talked about how ping pong is known for its for kind of like kitschy-ish kind of artwork. The art style is also quite different with Devilman Crybaby. It's—it's it, it's not standard by any means but it if anything it's it's way more gorgeous in my opinion so it follows a character who essentially has to fight devils now there's a lot of devils in the show there's a lot of different kind of monsters but one thing that you know in the end that we talk about is you know if you yourself are a monster like what do you do well it turns out that the yeah, the, yeah. It, it it turns out that he became the very thing that he sought to destroy and there's love and, and there's, there's there's romance in it but it's also insanely gory insanely action packed it, it's it's just a crazy show you can get it all on Netflix 10 episodes it's one of the shortest series i have that's on my list and that's actually really good because you just get that adrenaline rush and you need to sit back down and just just, just really take in what you watch. I don't want to go too much further into the plot because it just gives away a lot of shit, um, but it is, it, it's equally dark and beautiful. It's exhilarating and depressing at the same time. So if you want to go through the motions of running your emotions and just have your eyeballs bleed from how beautiful the show looks, look no further than Cry Crybaby.
0: I feel like this episode is not for the listeners but like forty percent of your list is for me in in particular to be like, hey Jason, here's another reminder of Vinland Saga, Steins Gate, JoJo, and uh, well, it's the same way in which you know I haven't watched Haikyu, I haven't watched
1: Kaguya-sama. There's these are all shows that are easily accessible on the internet, so we we really should be pushing each other to to watch more of these shows, just to just just to really refine
0: mm-hmm. our palate, you know? Right, right, exactly. But what about Everyday beauty. What about looking at the mundane and trying to find meaning and mystery behind it? Is this Runway? No, it's not. Oh, shit. It is Hyouka, the 2012 anime by Kyoto Animation. It is, as we said earlier with Kyoto Animation, it is drop-dead gorgeous. And it's a slice-of-life mystery. I'm starting to notice
1: a, a, a trend with your list, and that they're slice of life with a little bit of mystery, they're all beautifully done by great studios. And yours is just bloody violent. Yeah, say, we're actually quite simple folk, aren't we? It's not, it's
0: not hard to see who's the edgelord and who's the fluffy guy. Yeah, here. I guess so, right? That's, that, that, that's, how, that's how it goes, man. That's how the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah. So tell me a bit more about Hyoka. So Hyoka is a detective kind of mystery thing where it's about a literature club and four members of the literature club, to be precise. And what they do is throughout the the 22 episodes, they talk about just mundane things like, for example, who borrowed a book out of the library and trying to figure out why. Sort of like things that, like, why would you need to know that? But actually when you go deep into, oh, why does a helicopter fly over today? And actually figure it out. There's actually a lot of beauty and a lot of interesting and important themes that can come from something as mundane of a question as that. And not only did I mention it was gorgeous, it's super gorgeous. And the tagline of um, now I'm curious is now sort of it's a meme, man. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a real thing, dude. All right. Well, where can I watch this? Where can I get on this Hyoka train? Funimation. Mm, nice. And I think Crunchyroll, but I think Funimation, yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Now, on to the next one. So speaking of you know how my list is you know, dark and gory and depressing, and it just leaves you like an empty husk, and you just have no idea what the world means to you anymore, and you just lost your direction. How about Black Lagoon? Oh
0: my God. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, let's go. So Black Lagoon is is not a it's not a new show by any means. It actually came out, I think, almost 10 years ago. Uh, and then there were subsequent series that came up afterwards. Uh, but you can find the show on Netflix, you can find it on Hulu, and also Funimation. So it was done by uh, Matt House Studio, which you know, we've mentioned in the previous uh, episodes. Rest in peace. Yeah. They, <laughs> there was a period of time when they were rock solid. They were just pumping out some of the most gorgeous and most hype shows so black lagoon uh is separated into three different seasons um but they all they're not like season one season two they all have different names so the original season is 12 episodes season two is called second barrage uh also 12 episodes and then the third season comes out kind of like an ova ona kind of format and that it's not a standard Kerr length. Kerr is usually around anywhere from 11 to 13 episodes. This one is only five episodes and it covers one specific arc of the manga, mm. uh, which has gone through multiple rounds of hiatuses and all that. Um, now, the show is about uh, a businessman or a salary man, as they call them in Japan, who is just, you know, just done with life, beat down. His superiors always shit talk him, and he's always given the most mundane tasks ever, one of which is turns out that he is going to be working with an arms dealer and he gets sent off to this faraway southeast asian country and he does not have any path of return in fact it turns out that he's been sold off by the company that employed him he's wondering you know i worked so hard in my life i'm doing everything i can to be a law abiding citizen this is the shit i get well guess what he gets picked up by a band of pirates and now he's basically a pirate It goes around strong-arming people, trying to swing deals with different triads and gangs throughout Southeast Asia, and it's just basically a look into what it's like to live the syndicate life, and it is done really, really well. It is depressing as heck. It it just leaves you so sad after every time you've watched an episode. Um, Even the ending doesn't have a proper ending song. It's just a very, very dark moment where you just wonder what is the meaning to a happy life? Like, what does it mean to actually be human? I'm not saying that you should watch this because it's going to make you sad. It's just that when it comes to the analysis of the human condition, the human mind, I don't think there are many shows that really tap into it. It's it's personally a top 10 show for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's fantastic. You
0: can, as I mentioned, Funimation, Hulu, Netflix, go watch it. So if... If, that, if Black Lagoon is about the human condition, what about inhuman mechanical condition of the cyberpunk variety? We're, we talked a lot about cyberpunk. So Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex is a 2004 to 2006 anime series. Um, there is two seasons of it. Uh, the first one is, I think, just called Standalone Complex. The other one is called Standalone Complex Second Gig. And for those of you who have heard of the name Ghost in the Shell, you're not hearing wrong. This is a TV series, not the movie. There is a movie, which I put in high regard. And this is basically that in TV series and form. Well, you're talking about the, the live action done by Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah, of course. That took place partially in Hong Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's right? the one, right? No, fuck that. That's bullshit. <laughs>
1: okay, all
0: right. I, so like, Taka- I like Takashi Miike, though. But like, no, nah, nah. so obviously you're talking
1: about the original that spun out all these um, reenactments, these these new series, yes. these new movies. Yes,
0: and also the, the 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 landscape of the original movie is very Hong Kong-esque. And I think it was based primarily, a little bit, partially in Hong Kong. And there, a Ghost in the Shell is just a huge property with movies, TV series, games, everything. But we're talking about Standalone Complex. Do not watch Standalone Complex 2045, by the way. That's on Netflix. Do yeah, not. Do not watch that one. But you can watch Standalone Complex on Netflix. And
1: it's just really good. I think they also have the movie for it as well Solid, Solid State. State Society. Yes,
0: yeah. also. And that's part of the Standalone Complex like storyline. Yeah. I think there's other ones that come about. Like, there's Arise. Arise. I, I also like know. Arise as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I think this one
0: specifically, you're talking about SAE, SAC. Uh, of all the TV series, I think *Standalone Complex is just primo. Okay.
1: No, great, Well, speaking of primo, this other show that I'm going to be talking about, which is firmly in my top three for this list, um, it's on Netflix. It's done by a studio that I've been harping on in the last episode, Studio MAPPA. It just done one epi- uh, one season of uh, 12 episodes. They recently released an OVA, um, which is kind of like a side story kind of thing. Um, and it's, it, as I mentioned, Studio Mappa, Netflix, it's easy to watch. What is the show? It's not easy to pronounce. What What is it? It's Dora Hedero. Dora Hedero is another action pa- uh, action-packed show in which it follows... A- it, 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 it's underground kind of like it, it's imagine matt and max but the anime where you have crazy gangs that are like living in a dystopian future where there's literally nothing left for them it's just scraps and rusted metal blood and open sewers and shit and they all stu- struggle to survive but there is a door what's on the other side of the door it is nirvana. It is a wonderful world full of magicians, people who have the power to be able to manipulate the realities and the physics of the, la- of the world they live in. And those magicians are evil. They use their evil magic powers to transmogrify and hurt the regular people that live within the whole that's what the world is called. It's called the hole
0: because it's a shithole. Yeah,
1: it, it, you watch it, you're just like, wow, the fuck do these people live, and it turns out they, they don't. They just they just try and survive. Now it follows a character whose name is Kamen. Uh, he is a humanoid but with a lizard head. Um, what what's behind the whole Litzerhead thing as you watch the show it starts unwrapping the mystery as to who this main character is but along the way you just see crazy action scenes you just see a lot of mystery there's a lot of thriller um, elements to it as well and, uh, and surprisingly a, a good amount of comedy too I think just because of the fact it's just a dark and depressing world that they live in that you just gotta smile and have some fun while you're at it I mean gyozas are pretty tasty yeah, it's. It, I mean like I'm not a huge fan of gyozas I prefer my dumplings to be boiled rather than fried but watching it it's it's not even a food anime but they make gyozas look hella appetizing in a world where it's literally called the hole because it's a shithole so watch it it's a fucking good show
0: so how many how many entries do we have left on on the list Well, well i think this is it i think like we have one more that's in the top five that's
1: not the de facto one and then we bring out the heavy guns. So so, so,
0: silver medal and gold medals right now, right? I, I'd say so. Okay. I'd say this is it. So my silver medal entry belongs to a 2018 anime adapted from the manga of the same name. The manga is finished. So if you want to check that out, it is Bloom Into You. So as the person who likes GL, Girl Love, anime and manga, there is a lot of not-so-good stuff out there. Very A lot of stuff that are pandering or just for the sake of two girls getting together. But I would say Bloom Into You legitimately is a very outstanding manga and anime. Unfortunately, the anime has only one season and, of 13 episodes, and it ends kind of in a semi-cliffhanger resolution. And the, But the manga is finished and... If there is a second season, I pray that there is, you should check it out. But you can always read the manga. The manga is finished. I've read it. It's great. Number one, 10 out of 10. Not number one, but 10 out of 10 for sure. And it's it's basically about one girl who tries to understand why she feels she doesn't understand what love is and doesn't get it, why everyone's all lovey-dovey. And it's about another girl who is so infatuated with her and that she wants to understand why that's the case and sort of like what love is. And on top of all that, there is all these drama, but it is not melodramatic. There are characters that are not only believable and relatable, but also just very down-to-earth realistic that like you would meet anywhere in any high school. And uh, you can watch this in High Dive. And it's not just that, but I feel like I should say, in case that you feel like GL Girl Love, the genre, is not your thing, this manga is ranked number one on MAL for the girl love genre. But also, it is ranked really high in terms of popularity and rank for the manga. So I think that that speaks in of itself. I think the manga is ranked 50-something of all the mangas in history. So, Yeah. Yeah. solid
1: recommendation I mean I mean, rightly so putting it in your top two <laughs> speaking of top two this one is a little bit different I'd say a whole lot different actually um, than the rest of my list yes it does have fighting in it yes it does have street brawling but it's not actual street brawling people aren't actually fighting rather it's about a video game in which people fight mm-hmm. it's called High Score Girl yep now, High School Girl uh, is done by uh, JC Staff. It's mm-hmm. also uh, done in tandem with SMDE. Uh, so they do the animation while the JC Staff runs a the production. They currently have around uh, two seasons, uh, one of which is uh, season one of 15 episodes and season two of uh, nine episodes. It's all on Netflix. Now... This is very different from all the other shows I've watched because it's probably the most wholesome, as close to a slice of life. Wait, what? What are you talking about? Like, I know, Travis. Yeah, this is this is weird, isn't it? These these are the things that you should be talking about. Wait, a, a, am I looking at a mirror? What's going on? Yeah, this is it's crazy. But the top two shows I have on my list are actually not at all action heavy or 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 crazy like, in, like high octane, bloody gore the The story follows a young kid who spends a lot of his time in arcades. Now, this is set back in the late nineties, late eighties, early nineties, back when you know the Super Nintendo and you know playing all these kinds of like Capcom fighting games uh, was all the rage. So he spends a lot of his time at these arcades just properly kicking ass, just you know, beating every challenger that comes up because he doesn't like going to school. He doesn't like doing anything else. His only hobbies, his only real drive in life is to be really good at video games. Then one day, as he's playing, this young girl comes up and sits across from him on the other arcade cabinet. Now he's thinking, it's just some rather innocuous looking situation. It's not like this girl's going to do anything. Maybe I'll just entertain her, humor her a bit. And then just put her down lightly by beating her in the game. He gets wiped out within two rounds. I know that feeling. I play a lot of fighting games. Yeah, and he just felt that hey, hold, hold on a second. I'm I'm the I'm the gamer. I'm the one who wins this game. Come on, like there's no way someone's going to come in and take my medal away. So the whole show is about this girl trying to be- get better than this girl. But of course, when you find that you're competing against somebody and. You learn more about their character, where they're from, their upbringing. A romance develops. It's very different. I know. I, I can see that that dirty look you're shooting at me. Where it's just I mean, like, I I
0: also knew you're gonna pick it. So yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I I, I have not shut the fuck up about the show. It's a great show. It's very fluffy and wholesome, and
0: it's in 3D, which is not very common at all. Completely no. right.
1: No, it's 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 a good it's a it's a good entry point to at least watching some 3D shows. It's not like the whole 3D thing is the main thing you focus on, but it is. Easily a top two for me. Plus, it's
0: Street Fighter, dude. Yeah. Or I, all those, all those nostalgia. Come on, man. All
1: the games they featured in the show, I have played. So that's why it, it meant more to me. It meant a lot because I grew up in that same era. So hey, we grew up in that era too. Yeah. Have, have you watched the show? No, I've not. <laughs> Come back to me when you watch the show. Okay, fine. So this is it. This is finally it. We've gone through one wild card, three honorable mentions, and nine of our top ten. Shows to recommend to the listeners, as well as to, to each other as well. Yeah. This is it. This is the show that no matter what, we don't care who you are, where you're from, what you do, as long as you love me. No, it's, it's not, not true. <laughs> I
0: knew you were going to say that, but I didn't want to say it. Yeah, it,
1: this, is, this, is, this is going to be it. The one show that we will not hesitate to recommend to people.
0: Jason? To no surprise, to Will at least... It is TTGL, known as Tengen Toppa Gurren Lagann, or Gurren Lagann. It is a fucking good show. We mentioned uh, will mentioned it earlier, and I suspected that he might, but this is my number one show of all time, hands down, no questions asked. Speaking of when Will said like it really meant a lot to him, this anime not only it literally changed my life, Will. So what when The moment before I watched it, like during those couple of weeks before I watched it, I was really down and out, not really sure what I wanted to do with anything. I was in a very low point in my life. And my friend, I still remember, we're we're having uh, Vietnamese noodles. And then he said, yo, why don't you just watch this anime called Gurren Lagann? It's just whatever, right? Just you got time. Just figure it out, right? Just watch it. And I was like, yeah, fine, 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 fine. Uh, within 24 hours I binged it and it literally dragged me out of depression it meant a lot to me and this show I it it just makes you feel good it makes you feel happy it makes you feel like anyone can do anything as long as you give a shit and it was good uh, breaks through barriers reality is stopping you no fuck that <laughs> I can beat it <laughs> You know how
1: you have those sort of like motivation gurus like Gary Vaynerchuk where it's like, Hey man, there's no such thing as a work week from Monday to Friday. You work every day. You do everything you can to make
0: your life better and you become a better person. Like
1: those kind of things like you get tired of because bro, shut the fuck
0: up. Bro. Right. Well it's like what's that motivational speech is like, what, every every dream is a every dream is a plan and then a plan becomes steps to a reality. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like Fuck that, just watch Gurenlagan. It just should be a picture of a drill. <laughs> and it's anime. And it's anime. Original. Like and, wh- wh- what 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 word could you ask for? And right? then those people eventually became Studio Trigger, who made a bunch of good stuff that I love. So yeah. TTGL, Guren Lagan. I mean it's a
1: testament that of all the shows that we've listed, Gurenlagan is the one that we have on both our lists. But of course, you know, it doesn't matter if you place it in the top 10. You place it as the number one. The fact of the matter is, it's a fucking good show. It is a fucking good show. Right? And uh, we, I've already listed where you can watch it from. But uh, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, right? Is on the, it's on Netflix. It's on think role? role. In animation. Yep, that's correct. Now, this one, I think, I, I'm absolutely 100% sure that Jason knows is my number one. And it's also because I put him on it, too. I recommended the show to him. He watched it and he loved it. It's not on his top 10, rightly so, because there's a lot of good shows on his list as well. If it's what I'm thinking, it is a very good show, though. It's done by Madhouse Studio and a very, uh, very familiar name in terms of who directed it none other than The Masaki, The Uwasa, The Masaki Uwasa. It's Tatami Galaxy. Okay. It is an amazing show. But if I was to say it's Tommy
0: Galaxy, you have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Is it about sleeping on a cosmic scale something?
1: It, in a way, if you were to actually sort of break down and analyze the name... No, don't. It does sort of make sense because what... The story, what the show is in essence, it's about it's it's based off a campus novel. Um, so what, novels, what campus novels campus novels are just essentially stories about a college student going through the motions of life, of study, of love and romance and friendship and all that. But what's a little bit different about this is that it also adds in like old Japanese historical stories and folklore. So some of the stuff you may not really understand or you might not be familiar with, it's fine because it's all explained in the show and it's not like done in like dialogue or exposition heavy kind of segments. You will learn to understand and appreciate the art that it's trying to formulate for you. So on top of the whole storytelling, a storytelling element, you know, learning about this titular character, he, there's no name. The character never actually reveals his name. He's just known as Watashi or me in English. So, he essentially tries to navigate himself through the life of, you know, any college kid, any like young adult, you know, learning about how to get the attention of a girl he likes, trying to deal with that one friend who is kind of like, oh, you know, he's the kind of the friend that when he sees you, he just punches you in the arm. And he's like, ah, it's just a joke. Ha ha ha. I'm just making fun of you. And also a mysterious kind of teacher where it's like he seems like a good influence, but also at the same time, because of the age gap, you don't really know what the fuck he's saying or what he's trying to teach you. And then whilst all that's happening, if anybody's ever watched the movie Groundhog Day, everything repeats in a cycle. So all the new events that he's experienced replay in a similar format, but in a different setting. So rather like in the first episode, it's him getting into university. The second episode could be about him joining a movie club, and another one could be joining a poetry club. Another one could be sort of you know what he's doing as like an after-school kind of like part-time job kind of situation. It all follows a very similar formula, but the more he goes through the motions, the more he learns about himself, about how he interacts with characters, and it, the story is just told beautifully. In essence, as well. The, the room he lives in is a tatami room, which is um, when you have tatami, it's it's basically made up of a four by four, and then an extra slit, slight bit of like a uh, half of a top half of a tatami on the side. So that's kind of like the standard room size of a Japanese apartment. And the reason why it's also called galaxy is because when we talk about galaxies, universes it seems it's ever expanding it's it's the, the possibilities of how many galaxies there are is endless and that's kind of touched upon in the story because the fact that it's groundhog day it just repeats and repeats and repeats you just see endless cycles endless possibilities of how this person's life would turn out and it's it's really cool to see this character grow and become the person that he wanted to be from episode 1, all the way from episode 1 to episode 11. Again, short series, but it, it's it's just one of the most beautiful, one of the most, like, well-told, well-told stories. It, hands down, is not only my top 10 for this list, the number one, the personal list, it's also, I, I can safely say, my favorite anime of all time.
0: Yeah, same same thing with me with Gurren Lagann, for sure. But uh, I think... There are several things about Tatami Galaxy that I can sort of add on. I think, if I remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think, you know, when they usually measure square footage in an apartment, I think in Japan for a while, they used tatami mats Mm -hmm. as a way of measuring sizes of rooms, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is why Will earlier said about the four tatami mats size, because that's what it was back in the day. Mm -hmm. The other thing about... Atomic galaxy that i like a lot which takes some getting used to is the dialogue Mm -hmm. i think when you watch and when i did watch the first episode i was very intimidated by how fast it goes and then everyone just i think a lot of people see hear that and just give up on it but you actually not only get used to it but you just sort of find the groove and it actually, you wouldn't have it any other way. No. I, 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 it does take some getting used to, but I'd say
1: by the time you're done with the first five, maybe six minutes of the show in the first episode, it just becomes natural. It's, it's not like they're telling you anything that if you were to miss it,
0: it would ruin the rest of your experience. Rather, it's it's just a style of delivery. And it's Groundhog's Day, so it, not only does it repeat, certain lines repeat, mm-hmm. and certain situations repeat, and but then they also... Add upon it. So it's very good. And I guess the last thing I would say about the Tommy Galaxy is um, ramen. Yeah. Nico ramen. Neko ramen. Yep. D- don't, don't actually. Don't Google it. Don't. If you, yeah. you Google, you may not see what you want to see. And that's not what we're advocating here. No. It. But ramen, though. Ramen. Do you remember the, the random little uh, music shows they did as well? The Old oh, yeah. Sage? Oh, yeah. Oh, I just love the show well, so much. Well, the, there, there was a musical performance, if you will, at one point. That's I quite... think there's two in total. I think one in the midway and then one at the end. The one in the midway one, I liked the most. That lot. one's the most notable one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done so well. So there you have it. Our top 10 plus a few extras. I mean, as we mentioned, it, it's so hard to wrap everything together I mean, we have shows we really love uh, we also didn't include shows that you know we think that most people have already watched before so say, say for example like hunter hunter fullman alchemist naruto bleach those kind of shows where they, we know they're super popular yeah but, you know why do we want to recommend something that people
0: we think have already watched mm-hmm. right so yeah so so okay i'm gonna ask you will uh during the recording before we close do you want to open the list that we think that what we wrote for each other's picks? I Not I, I like, think I did, live, I think I did you know. terribly for this, but I want to get
1: it out of the way. Okay. At least, you know, we have proof that, you know, one of us is a fact a winner in this. So Okay. So, you ready? What, what, what we'll do is yeah. you you read my predictions. No, actually, you know, instead, what I'll do is I'll I'll read my predictions and then I'll see if it's on your list. And then afterwards, you read your predictions of mine and I'll let you know if it's on my list. Yep, okay. Okay, okay so okay. S- starting with uh, with me, mm-hmm. on my list, I think it was quite easy to read a few. I wrote Guren Lagen.
0: Yep. Yeah, I have that on my list. Prediction list, yep. I
1: wrote March Comes in Like a Lion,
0: which is non the list, surprisingly. What? I mean, March Comes in Like a Lion is good. I had Chihayafuru. Uh, yeah, I mean, Chihayafuru is... Re- okay, I'm just going to stop saying this is all really good because of course they're all really good. It, it, this
1: just shows how hard this list was it, was. it was really hard. I had the Monogatari series. Also very good.
0: I had Death Parade. Also very good. I had Durarara. By the way, when I say also very good, I mean like it's not on the list. Yeah, if it's on the list, you would know. I do have
1: Kanata Astra.
0: Yes, that I thought you would not. I did not expect you to get that one.
1: I had Violet Evergarden. Yes. I had Psychopaths. Uh, very good anime. I had Ping Pong the Animation. Also
0: very good anime. I had Kill a Kill. Yeah.
1: I had Garden of Sinners. Which I know we were talking about no movies, but I felt that you would have made a compelling argument to get people to watch it because you and I both know. No, what man. It is. Those are the
0: rules, man. No movies, yeah. no movies. All right. Okay. Okay. All
1: right. I also had Mob Psycho. Yeah. No. And I also had Standalone Complex.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Standalone Complex. There you go.
1: So from my list, I have a measly four out of 14. Yep. Which is less than twenty five percent. That's not a. That's not just a. That's not just like a random fail. It, 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 this is this is abysmal. I did terribly, but it also just showed that like you, you and I have both watched a lot of shows. Yes, we and have. It's really hard to do this
0: list. It is very hard to do this list,
1: right? So, so let's uh, see if you can beat my. So the score to beat is four.
0: Yeah, And I think you have it because I'm a lot more predictable than you are. Well, we'll see. Okay, so. My predictions were number one being Tatami Galaxy.
1: Yep, I think I also had Tatami. I had uh, Gurren Lagan as my number one, and so that was like a that was no surprise. That I was think no for both for there. either of us, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Kill a Kill. Yep, it's on the list. Uh, I had Gurren Lagan It's on the list. I had Attack on Titan season three, part two. I have never shut the fuck up
1: about that, but I also assume that people have watched it already, so that's why it's on the list. I know. I'm pretty pretty good about this. High Score Girl. Okay, never mind. <laughs> so yeah, that's on the list. That's my number two. Samurai Champloo. You know, I was really close to putting it on there. I was really, really close, but I felt that enough people have watched this. It, it was kind of like, what are, I would put Cowboy Bebop on your list.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing, right? Like, I would say Ancient Magus Bride is a very good show. I wholeheartedly recommend it, but it won't be on my top ten personal but would be on my top ten personal to recommend. Them. Yeah, I think you know Samurai Champloo, uh, and also um, hey, hip hop n- samurais are
1: dope. So good, so good. Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. Hey, Jazz in Space. Yeah, it's a
0: fucking good show too. See you later, Space Cowboy. I personally prefer Champloo, but hey, that's another conversation. Oh wow, okay, that's uh, another do, episode. Do not doing on. We can't. We can't. Fate Zero.
1: Surprisingly, no. I didn't have that one on there. I almost did, but I didn't put it on there.
0: Yeah, well. But it's, I, it's
1: also good, but I think it's it's one of those, like if you really want to learn about the Fate lore, like the Fate Stay Night lore, we'll have to bring on a guest.
0: I think we have a guest that knows yeah, we, way more about this. We, we, we have do. a mutual friend that might know a thing or two about these types of novels. So when we do decide to
1: bring him on the show, you want to learn more about the Fate Stay Night lore? Or, or other. Or other type moon properties, really. Yeah. We'll bring him on. Vinland Saga, yes, it's on there. Steins Gate, yes, it's on there. Ping Pong, unfortunately, it's on there. Honey and Clover, <sighs> wow, dude, I told you that in secret. <laughs> you were giving me shit about how like all my all my series were dark and depressing, and then when I say High Score Girl, you were like looking at me as I'm a different person. Hi, okay, Honey and Clover was a, a show that I had watched back when I was in high school, back in 2008, and it's probably one of the only slice of life's rom-coms that I've ever watched. My my selections were stuff back then, like, if it wasn't, like, Naruto, if it wasn't um, Bleach, if it wasn't One Piece, you know, the big three, it was Honey and Clover. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It was, I, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I also was at the time watching a lot of like Korean dramas and Japanese dramas, so like I was watching things like Hanayuri Dango, right? Like Boys Over <laughs> Boys Over Flowers, um, interesting upbringing. Anyways, um, I think. So you, then, should if, I mention I, the should I,
0: I, I mention the other what
1: the other the other slice of life one? What No Dame Katibile? Yeah, no, that was not going to be on there either. Unfortunately, oh. the reason why is because I can't find it on, online. Uh, I think similarly to Honey and Clover, it's uh, limited streaming. Uh, you you may have to actually buy the box sets and those ones are also hard to come by because there aren't any like fresh prints of like the box sets like you can't really find dvds or blu-rays you pretty much have to find it on amazon or like a second hand or you have to find it on ebay oh that sucks yeah so it's it's hard it's hard i mean back in the day it wasn't hard for me to watch it because it was it was on air it was on air and it was easy for me to watch so one punch man (laughs) <laughs> that
0: was an easy one um unfortunately no I, is, is hard... it because everyone watched it right yes it's also very good though i i wholeheartedly recommend one punch man and season i
1: think... one and two are both on netflix but you only no watch no don't want
0: season... uh, there's a second season i don't think there is oh so- sorry sorry yeah exactly yeah uh men in black like mind reset exactly yep. right and we should mind mind reset the whole world yeah yeah and last but not least i really thought you would have this on your list mob psycho season two Yes, much like I put down Mob Psycho, I was
1: actually thinking of Psycho Season 1 specifically for you, but Season 2 Mob Psycho was also incredibly powerful for me. I really like. So, Okay, so look at the list. That means that you didn't have Dora Hedero. No,
0: I did not. Did you
1: have Devilman Crybaby?
0: No, I forgot about Devilman Crybaby. I forgot about Jojo. What about Black Lagoon? I think that one was a little bit more. That one's about, a bit hard, yeah. A bit
1: hard, but that's, for me, it's like a personal one. I probably. mean, I
0: knew you liked it a lot, but you you wouldn't... I wouldn't say that the way that you said it was the same as hmm. some of the other ones. True.
1: Yeah. But again, different list,
0: right? Oh my god. We both did abysmal.
1: So my final score is four out of fourteen. I really thought that Chihuahua would be on there. But
0: Chihayafuru is tough. Did you did you beat my score of four out of fourteen? Almost doubled at 7 out of 14, 50%. I think we both failed this class. Can we can
1: we retake this class? Uh we may need to do another series of, you know, these top 10 lists where we just have to give each other more time to research. I think maybe, this, maybe
0: easier easier. I don't know.
1: This was not this was not easy by any means because when we want to recommend shows, it's hard to do that like i think it's like oh uh i'm a newcomer to uh, anime what shows do you recommend me it's like well let me first understand the context first right like, Have yeah. you watching well, shows before what is your life upbringing what is your taste yeah do you want to, god forbid you want to watch dubs <laughs> watch dubs anime if you do then you should watch bakano <laughs> that's the only one i can really think of right uh or you can watch you know DBZ. right pokemon uh-huh. okay those shows as well we don't recommend not because they're not good. I mean, like, I I freaking loved Pokemon as a kid, right? I watched all the mm-hmm. Digimon in the series. But again, these are also shows that like we want to make sure you're you can watch now. Yes, right. Then these are shows that are somewhat like relevant to to this day. Um, yes. you don't want to be talking about stuff that like we watched when I was like when I was like
0: six. Because of course, like no matter what, like everyone likes Pokemon. I, I think the oldest series is the two. That was, is is standalone complex Two thousand four. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: a lot of my shows were within the last 10 to 15 years yeah
0: uh, same here but i think standalone complex because it's cyberpunk it, mm-hmm. it kind of has like a free pass in a weird way yeah so again this is not our personal top 10 because i think originally we wanted to just do our personal top 10 and then yeah. uh we realized that a lot of our personal top 10 either overlaps or were from ages ago that is pretty hard to obtain yep. nowadays. Yep. But that doesn't mean that there aren't good animes, some even perfect 10 out of 10 animes. Not perfect, but full score animes, let's just say. I don't
1: think we'll ever go through that list simply because a lot of the stuff we know that the reader, the listeners have already watched. But it's, it's not hard for us to find maybe 5-10 minutes just to really harp on about specific shows that we want to really highlight.
0: I think every show that we have mentioned we can advocate yes. to a certain degree Absolutely. or a great degree, to be honest. Yeah. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode. I mean, as Jason
1: has mentioned, the After Dark series, the, the B-sides, are going to be a little bit different from what we usually do from our regular recordings. We wanted to make sure that we keep things a little more fun, uh, maybe do a more of these top 10 lists, maybe do specific tropes and themes we wanted to talk about, maybe even get on our soapbox and rant about certain aspects of the anime industry that we're not very happy about but you know as the episodes roll hopefully you'll be able to find something that uh, you really are interested in and you'll learn more about so hopefully you stay tuned for our next after that episode where we talk about our top 10 anime openings right uh,
0: no you're yeah. joking but <laughs> yes, uh, i actually joking. uh i i listen to openings a I lot
1: okay so before we end uh, whoa, whoa, okay okay whoa, before whoa, 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 we end whoa, okay okay do you ever skip openings? Never. I always skip openings.
0: Well, at the very least, like, if it's an opening I don't like, I will just, I don't know, stare at the sky for, like... Dude, Netflix third, makes it th-
1: super easy, though, because all you have to do is just play, play skip intro. I really
0: hate it when they give that me that option. Really? Yeah, I really do. I, no, I no, love no joke. it even
1: more when, like, the algorithm picks up that I skip almost all my openings,
0: so it just auto-skips it for me. See, you see, that's why uh, we... We we are partners in crime, bro. Yeah, I mean, we can't. We we, we are
1: two <laughs> two peas in an anime pod. But yeah, at the so. same time, there's got to be some difference, right? So yeah. I think you know this is this has been a good episode. I think that uh, hopefully, what you can take from it is uh, we can wholeheartedly recommend these shows to you. And moving forward, you know, when there are hopefully a, a new like a new list we want to recommend, you know, we're really making sure that we've done our research. We're mm-hmm. endorsing these shows. Mm-hmm. Just, just really, like the world of anime is a great place. Yeah, the world of anime is a great place. So yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do more of these episodes. It won't be top tens all the time; they get boring. So we'll keep it fresh. We'll find. I you mean, maybe other top tens, right? Maybe other, maybe like alternative top tens, like the worst anime we've ever watched. Mm-hmm. That one actually could be very tough because mm-hmm. we don't really like watching terrible shows. But there have been some stinkers we've watched before.
0: Yes. So, yes,
1: I think this is where we'll leave it. So, uh, uh,
0: Yeah, so uh, a a bit of a wrap-up. You can find us at – you can email us at gapallet at gmail.com. You can tweet us at palletgood, which (laughs) originally, like, they they gave it to us by default. And I was like, Will, this is not grammatically correct. And then Will's response was, Will. I fucking love it. And then I was like, yeah, you're kind of right
1: it's it's not it's not hard to just look at something simple just be like yes yeah it good name good mm. I like done but that's, that's also what palette good is I guess yeah um so, yeah
0: I think um the website is coming soon we're still working on it yeah uh, I'm uh, yeah it's 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 a bit of a headache but we'll, we'll, we'll get it done eventually uh music credits so we were looking to maybe just spruce up a little bit
1: and uh, trying to distinct the difference between the regular episode and the After Dark episode. Um,
0: so the, the break music as well as the ending music are the same. Which is uh, Min 2019 by Minobu for the break music. And our outro music is What you Thinking, the instrumental version by Wata Boy the new intro that we'll have for this After Dark series is also by What's-A-Boy. Uh, the song
1: is called Callie. So I think you know, we featured him quite a bit in the series so hopefully if you have some time, support the guy, check out his music, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to roll out uh, some, some other cool tunes. Yeah, you can find his music on Pixabay. All right. well, without further ado, we'll catch you in the next episode. Then. Yeah. See you later, guys. Thank you. Bye. Sayonara.